I'm Evelyn Santora from Northern Cemeteries. Thank you for joining me on Starting the Conversation, where we talk about death and dying and preparing for end of life. These are important questions to have, and far from being uncomfortable about these topics, we want to create a safe space where we'll be celebrating life, history, and culture. Joining me in this episode is Tom Sweeney, Macquarie Park's history and land tour guide and cemetery enthusiast. Welcome, Tom. Yes, good morning. Thank you for having me. A question I'm asking everyone on, on this podcast is why do you think it's important to have uh, conversations about end-of-life matters? Well, I've been a funeral celebrant something for about 11 years, and over that time I've probably met with and talked to hundreds and hundreds of families going through either a sudden death or an expected death of a, of a loved one, and each family approaches it quite differently. But I guess the conversation that I have with them is that to realise, and I use it in the services as well, that death is a part of life. Mm -hmm. It is a part of the circle of life. And therefore, if we talk about life and all its ups and downs, whether it be jobs, travel, relationships, money, etc., then death should also be a part of that conversation as to what that person was thinking about, what they would like, and as it turns out, I'm actually going to a funeral today mm -hmm. where the deceased had the opportunity to talk to the family about what was going to happen to him. And it's wonderful when you do meet a family where the wishes of the deceased are beautifully exposed in the services. So it is an important conversation. Very few people have it. It's a difficult one. But if you can say that basically death is a part of life, then you can accept it a little bit easier. And can you tell me a little bit about what sparked your initial interest at Macquarie Park Cemetery? Well, it goes back to 2007 when I was asked if I would like to join the staff at Macquarie Park because the chapels had just been opened in 2005, but they had never really marketed Macquarie Park Cemetery. It needed to be a repositioning of a new market a cemetery. Now, I'd been involved in PR and media and all that sort of thing, but I'd never really had to market a cemetery, which is a, a curious position to be in. So I started to look at what is it that makes Macquarie Park different to every other cemetery and crematorium in Sydney. And it became very clear that those chapels and crematorium were state-of-the-art and still are. They provide families and even more importantly, they provide funeral directors with the ultimate experience of conducting a service that is advanced as well as comfortable, etc. So that was my introduction to cemeteries and or cemetery and crematorium. But uh, it basically sparked my interest in, uh, I'd already been a celebrant when I did join, so I had some idea, but then looking at Macquarie Park was different and you position it to everything else became interesting. And that's when the history of the cemetery started to raise its profile and I thought this is an interesting track to go down. And just thinking about Macquarie Park in the last few years, how would you say it's evolved and have you seen any notable changes? Oh, the changes in Macquarie Park are enormous. I mean, if you look at 1922, it was then the Northern Suburbs General Cemetery and it was just a lot of land with a few roads. And, and, and a few burials. And it remained that way for, for many, many, many years until, as I said, 2000, when the chapels and crematorium were added. That changed the whole profile of Macquarie Park. 
the then CEO, the late Ross Davis, was uh, like Macquarie, Governor Macquarie, he was a builder as well. And I think he has changed the landscape of Macquarie. He was a tree addict mm-hmm. and planted trees, but he also instilled in the staff and even our current CEO, Pauline Tritton, has carried on that tradition of being the builder. And Macquarie has added so many additional things, like he thought of adding a, a catering arm to the cemetery, which no one ever thought of. Mm-hmm. Everyone went home, had a cup of tea and a biscuit, but it's became totally innovative to have catering facilities on site. And that then spread to lots of other cemeteries as well. That was innovative. And also the fact that the chapels, and you may laugh at this, but each chapel has a toilet attached, mm-hmm. restrooms. This is, you know, when people arrive, they don't ask where is the chapel, they ask where are the restrooms. So, you know, that's an important part of creating a comfortable environment for everyone that's there. The port cashiers that provide comfort from rain or heat was important. The fact that there are no steps for either the funeral directors or the patrons is a great step forward. So Macquarie's gone on uh, over enormous change. And with the, the advance of different cultural communities that have settled in the area, the landscape of Macquarie has changed from basically a lawn cemetery to a monumental cemetery with the Asian population. So, and there's some beautiful, beautiful monuments there from various communities that mark the resting place of their loved ones. So it's undergone enormous changes even in the seven or eight years that I was there. The building of what we call the creation of Ascension Hill to create additional burial and ash gardens was also in totally innovative, literally to build a man-made hill. And on that, originally there was a flagpole, which I put there, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be uh, cyclone proof. Well, that wasn't true. Uh, <laughs> after I left, it snapped and hasn't been replaced, but never mind. <laughs> but beautiful things. The Stations of the Cross, which is a beautiful religious moment in the cemetery, is also a great feature. Originally, there were 18,000 rose bushes there, but the ground didn't quite agree with the roses, so they took them out and they planted now the most beautiful Sasanquid camellias. And in May, which is what we're speaking at now, there should be a blanket of white camellia bushes as far as the eye can see. So with the trees, the landscape, the fact that the park is beautifully maintained is also a, a great credit. But as far as cemeteries go, it is beautifully laid out, beautifully maintained. And now with the addition of stunning ash gardens with water features and rose pathways, I think the whole cemetery has changed dramatically and offers a beautiful resting place for loved ones and and their families. And talking about the people, you've uncovered many stories about the people and the history of Macquarie Park. How did you initially begin and was it a difficult process? I, I said to myself, why do people actually come to Macquarie Park Cemetery? And literally, an hour later, they leave. Mm-hmm. But what have they discovered? Absolutely nothing. They've actually not explored any other part of the cemetery. So I thought, you know what, there's 150,000 plus stories in this environment. There must be some interesting ones. And someone, fortunately, I think it might have even been the lovely Nolene, said, oh, there is a list of some famous people, but no one had ever thought about it. So I looked them up, found them, looked and started exploring their stories. Mm -hmm. And some of them were quite, quite well known. 
including, say, Johnny O'Keefe, uh, Ward Paliotta, Australia's first female film star, and more heroes and that sort of thing. So that led me to think, you know what? The history of this place is almost as important as the function that it serves. So I thought, well, why don't we introduce that to our portfolio? Lovely. Well, everyone knows you as the fabulous history tour guide at Macquarie Park. When did you begin the tours and how did the idea of conducting them in the way that you do, because you're quite theatrical with your tours, how did that initially begin? Well, once again, you, you've hit on a, a raw nerve in the fact that my, my hobby is, is theatre. And uh, when I thought about what are we going to call these tours, and they were initially nighttime tours, I said, oh, OK. And I remember the, the, the uh, Dickens Oliver, there was a Deaconian funeral called uh, Mr Sowerberry. And, and I thought, oh, you know what, well, we could create a whole Dickensian atmosphere with lanterns. And initially I did it in character as a ham actor and basically created the tour as if we're exploring the history through the eyes of a, of a much older and wiser funeral director. So that's how it came about. It has evolved, of course, over the years. That was in 2007 that we started those and they were extremely popular. We were doing a tour once a month on a, on a Friday night. It was a, a regular occurrence. So that's how that reputation started. <laughs> now it's a little bit more casual but just as interesting. Fantastic. If we could reflect for a moment, what do you think the role of cemeteries will be in the future? It is interesting because there will always be a role for cemeteries because there are certainly communities that only believe in burials, the Armenian, the Asian, some of the Greek Orthodox, etc., and especially the Jewish community will always prefer burials. So there will always be a role. The point, I think, of cemeteries is to look at the changing face of burials and i know a few years ago the, the buzzword was eco burials and but they don't seem to have taken off as much as i thought because people always want a marker where their loved ones are and a place to visit a place to bring the children to explain grandma and grandpa and where they fit into the family and what happened so the children do understand that at the end of that site there is something that may happen to grandma and grandpa and not to be afraid of it but to celebrate so there'll always be a role mm -hmm. the role that i think that macquarie has done successfully is looked at how we can make families make make the cremation process easier I mean, the new rose chapel the outdoor chapel i think there's another chapel on its way somewhere that also play to the changing the mood of families and what they require. Mm -hmm. It's been great talking to you, Tom. Thanks for joining us. I've loved hearing all about the history of Macquarie Park. And of course, there's so much more that we could talk about. So for our listeners, if you want to find out more on our history and lantern tours, which are overseen by the wonderful Tom, you can visit the Northern Cemeteries website on northerncemeteries.com.au or you can give us a call on 1300 389 888. And thank you to everyone for being part of the conversation.